before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. And I'm Kev from Tape Town Video. How's it going, brother? It's good. How you doing, dude? Doing well. We're trying something new today. Yep. Changing up. We'll see how that works. Yeah, man. Changing up our recording style a little bit. We're trying to figure out recording so that eventually we can get some guests on the show and, you know, talk to all you tape heads out there and that's it. We we in our little music intro we promised interviews and we want to deliver. <laughs> we will we will get there because I'd love to have some guys on or people on just in. in yeah, I feel like our interview list is probably at least like ten or twelve deep. So yeah, at this point we have a lot of people that have either requested or we've asked if they'd be cool with being on the show and yeah, I'm super excited about it. Jump right into tape talk. I've got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you start off, man, because I haven't, I haven't been doing tons the last couple of weeks. So you go for it, bro. Okay. What's, what's been new in your tape world? I have found a lot of, a lot of stuff on my list lately. Iron Eagle, which I've been searching for since I started VHS collecting, and it's cool. a CBS Fox box, which is makes me so happy because it looks so nice on the on the shelf. It just does. Yeah, dude. I found Escape from New York. So unfortunately, the Escape from New York is like one that has like that giant, you know, marker across the top select series or it's it's an anniversary edition. So it's not the original box, but I couldn't pass it up. I've been looking for it forever. So I was really excited right. to grab it and I just snagged it. Yeah. I also found a movie that we've already even talked about on the show. We've already done We'd already done reviews on and that was Little Monsters. Yeah. And that's a big find. That one I was really, really excited for. Um, I had kind of scaled back my hunting, and I went into the, the the thrift store to look for something for my son because you never buy your kids' clothes brand new when they're this little. They yeah. literally grow every 15 seconds, and, like, you're just spending thousands of dollars on clothing. And, I, you know, I happened to just go the way of the tape counter. You know, I was just like, I'm not going to buy anything. I'm just here to look. And no shit. Little Monsters, Escape from New York, Iron Eagle, Rocky Horror, all – next to each other that's that's pretty big stuff man and i couldn't pass it up i was like well shit yeah at at 25 cents you just say fuck it yeah and that little monsters man i i found it at a one of the only video stores that's still like in lincoln uh and that was the only way that i found it like i i it's kind of like finding it in the wild but i i didn't find it in a proper proper like thrift shop like you did so that's a good find man Oh, I was super stoked to find it. Um, I immediately came home and put it in a blue shell. Yeah, <laughs> Maurice Blue. It's Maurice Blue, um, and I was. It looks awesome because the box is not the original box. It's like a, again in one of those like secondary releases, and at the right, bottom, yeah. at the bottom of the box, you just see Maurice under the bed, right? But the box fades out of Maurice, so it's out of the blue. And so oh, slide, that's cool. When you slide the tape out, it's just a blue, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. Yeah. When I do swaps, I do things like that. Like, I just swapped a Three Amigos um, into a white shell. Yeah. With a uh, yellow back and a red red top. 
Dude, that's cool. Because the box is white and the lettering of Three Amigos is yellow and red. Yeah, swaps like that are just great, dude. Match yeah, them to the to the cover. You just got. I, that's how I've I've always done. I just like to match it to the cover, unless yeah. it's like you know, like a horror movie. I usually put an orange. I still have a couple red shells that I'm 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 savoring. I haven't even remotely touched the red shells because I'm coveting those. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought about putting Rocky Horror in a red shell just because. You know, with the lips on the front of the box, but I was like, I like Rocky Horror, but it's not. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. See, that's exactly the feeling. Yeah, yeah it's okay, but does it deserve a red shell? No. And that, my friend, is it, it does not. I don't. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't. Yeah. And you're the guy with like 962 red shells, and if you wouldn't, I only have two. So <laughs> I think I got. Out. I think I got ten currently on me, and I'm kind of I'm building up a bank because I. I feel like I haven't seen them too much lately, so I'm I'm going sparing with them. <laughs> now, the best find that I have found in the last couple weeks was the Dungeon Master, which is a 1984 flick. He is a warrior in a wasteland without mercy. It's a little guy. He has survived where countless others have died. Good shot. He has destroyed all that would kill him. He is the only one who can face the challenges of the Dungeon Master. You are a worthy opponent. I don't believe this. Discover the secret of the Statue of Stone. The ungodly demons of the dead. The trap of rat spit, the slime boar. The ordeal of the ice monsters of doom. My legs are frozen. I can't move my feet. The attack of the samurai sentinel. The treachery of the monster of good and evil. A warrior trapped in a timeless void. Locked in mortal combat against the overlord to the agonies of strange beasts and lost souls. Prepare for the end. The Dungeon Master. Rated PG-13. I was super stoked to find it. Even when I found it, I didn't really even pay attention to who the who it was produced by. But yeah. on the cover of this box, if I can just give you a visual, it says Dungeon Master, the Dungeon Master in like a crazy awesome font. There is a guy that's gigantic that looks like Snick from Little Monsters. He's got like a spiked collar. There's a guy that looks like he's playing laser tag below. There's a girl hovering in a bubble. And it was just too amazing to pass up. I had never heard of the movie. I had no idea. I was just like, give me this, please. Yeah. I did a quick quick check. It's fine. I was playing in the shop last night, and it is a lightning video release. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's tight. That's like a a cult movie. So that is my first video. Yeah, that's pretty tight, man. Online, they're going, they're, they're pretty expensive finds. 
Yeah, online they're like twenty bucks. And the downside is it's molded. Ah uh, the white plague. The white plague has gotten it. I don't have a mold set up to clean. I don't know if I'm going to jump into the mold cleanup. So I'm going to ask for a favor from our audience. If anyone out there listening has a mold cleanup set up that they would, wouldn't would mind if I sent them a tape to have them help me fix, that'd be greatly appreciated. I'd be happy to send it out, pay for the shipping there and back. And, you know, I might throw a button in there as a thank you. Um, but yeah, hit us up in the DMs on Instagram. Let us know. But I'd be greatly appreciative if I could fix this lightning video. That would be super cool, man, if we found somebody who would be totally up for doing some mold work for us. Because we would totally pay them. We just, I, I mean, I know I, I don't know, I just, I'm not really bothered too much. Unless it's like a, like that, like a lightning video or a really good company of a movie that I really would care about. Otherwise, I don't know. It's just not, it's not worth it to me to get this whole mold set up at the moment. So. Yeah, I just... It's, I don't have a lot of spare time to devote to mold removal. So most of the times I'm just like you, unless it is something absolutely super rare and I just have to have, I just let it slide. I just let it sit and go about its merry life of DK. That's it, man. <laughs> you know, I, I have a moment of silence. I take off the hat, you know, I just, and I just set it back on the shelf and let it go on its merry way. Yeah, but, dude. We talked about this last time. I was organizing my tapes. All tapes are alphabetized now. Every one of them. Nice, nice. All in order. I have too many. I have 700 VHS tapes. I have reached maximum capacity at Pizza Planet Video for right now. I have no more shelving. (laughs) I have no more space to put any. So I have become super, super um, selective. And with that, I have decided that the month of November, I'm not going to be doing any hunting. All right. All right, man. I don't know. That's how my wife answered. She's like, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, I want to believe you, but I don't know, man. I feel like halfway through, you're going to get the itch. I went out again the other day to for something for my son. I passed on some Hellraisers. Okay, yeah. Now, and normally I would just grab anything that's horror. I would just grab it. But I'm not a huge Hellraiser fan. I enjoy it, but it's not my favorite yeah. So I passed on it, and then I went to the car and I had a small panic attack. No, I'm just kidding. But I got super. I was like, God, should I go get him? Should I go get him? I thought about him for a couple of days, and so yeah. I just, I, I texted a couple of guys that I have met in the last couple of weeks in Atlanta that are are VHS guys, and yeah. I had I let them know that they were there. So I think one of them went and got him. So that that's almost as good as me buying them, right? Is making sure that someone I know that wants them has them. Yeah, dude, that's so cool. It sounded like you found uh, found some people out in the wild that were hunting. Um, yeah, man. Out of thrifts. It was super cool. I found a couple guys. Um, it's it's nice to have someone that hunts in this area besides me. Yeah. <laughs> so I I met one of the guys. He uh, whenever I go to the thrift stores and I go to the the tape section, I'm the only person there usually. Yeah. Besides same. besides the person working there putting the crap on the shelf. Yeah. And this person had a shopping cart. And it was completely full. And so I was just like, oh, a collector. And then we, we just struck up a conversation, and it's awesome. That's cool, so, dude. Yeah, man. So we're, I'm super excited for that. Finally, I have some people in the, the Atlanta market that hunt. Yeah. That's cool, man. So, you should ask and see if they got any tips about, like, in the city, if there's any spots and stuff, too. 
Yeah. And eventually would like to set up some type of like Atlanta meetup. Yeah, dude. That would be really cool, man. Yeah. I think we should do something like that. Do a meetup. That'd be tight. That'd be but tight. I want to give a couple shout outs um, to uh, my boy VHS Heat. He sent me another package with more colored tapes in it. And he heard when we the other week when I found Short Circuit 2, right? Remember we talked about I found Short Circuit 2, but I yeah. found it clam. And yeah, right, yeah. I have the first one in a slip and the second one in a clam. And as being a, a ridiculous collector, I, I can't have them in two different styles. I either need them both in a slip or both in a clam. Well, he sent me a text the other day and was like, yo, I got you. And it was Short Circuit 2 in a slip. Dude. It sounds like you got yourself a sugar daddy, man. He has sent you some cool shit over the last little while. For real. He is such a cool cat. He just is out there hunting. And then if he can't use it, he just sends it on its way. And, and I was super stoked um, to, to, to get Short Circuit 2 on VHS. So I had to give him a shout out. I also received a package from Lunchmeat VHS. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I sent him a Pizza Planet membership and a button and sticker from the show, and he sent me back uh, a Video Fiend uh, membership packet, which was just super cool. So I was really yeah. fucking stoked to get that. That's cool, man. Josh is a really, really cool guy. Yeah, and I just like the fact everything that he's doing to support the VHS community. When he, when I got that package, it got me thinking that maybe we should do something like that for guys, people that listen to our show, you know, make up a membership and comes with a button and just a way of showing that the behind the counter love. Yeah, I think so, man. That would be really cool. We still got to iron out what we want to do, but something like that yeah. may be in the works for you guys out there. Yeah. I'd love to even throw like, uh, I don't know, something in one of the slips that we're working on too and send that along, you know, that would be pretty sick. Yeah. Maybe stickers. I don't know. We have a lot of ideas. We got a lot of things coming. We're just, you know, slowly but surely every day figuring out stuff and finding out yeah. things that we want to make and and share with you guys. So stay yeah. tuned to the Instagram feeds for all that fun stuff. But do you have anything? What's going oh, on? What yeah. doing? Oh man, what did I find? So I haven't been doing tons of tape hunting. I've been working a lot. Um, so I haven't had tons of spare time. But when I have gone out, I, I it was kind of dry a little bit. Um, I found, I think, like three or four tapes maybe this last week that I uh, that I actually walked up to the register and bought. Um, first one, I bought that movie Cloak and Dagger. It started as a game. Now they are playing for keeps. Trying to kill us. And the only person who believes in it is a legendary agent named Flack. Um, which looks really cool. I, I remember seeing it when I was a kid. It's kind of like a spy spy movie. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I, I think it has the kid from E.T. in it, but I can't be sure. Um, and I got like a the like original release for that. So I think it's a 1986 slip and and film and everything. Uh, and then nice. I found, yeah. And then I found, so I don't know. I feel like the last few weeks I've been really into talking about like, like those 2005, 2004 release movies that were like the late run of tapes. And I don't know why I've kind of had like a soft spot in my heart for those lately. 
Um, and I found iRobot. We designed them to be trusted with our homes, with our way of life, with our world. But did we design them to be trusted? The rollout of USR's new generation of robot, the NS5, was marred by the death of designer Alfred Lanning. Identify. Murder's a new trick for a robot. Respond. We're gonna miss the good old days. One good old days when people were killed by other people. My robots don't kill people. That thing threw somebody out of a window. Is that registering with you? A robot cannot harm a human being. And you trust them if you want to. We look to robots for protection. Imagine the loss of all that we've gained because of an irrational paranoia. Does thinking you're the last sane man on the face of the earth make you crazy? Because if it does, maybe I am. Maybe you can be looking in the shadows all the time. Inside, help me find out what is wrong with these robots. Dr. Lanning suggested robots might naturally evolve. I was hoping to see you again, Detective. Think of me as your friend. Why didn't you just hand the world over on a silver platter? Maybe we did. We are on the eve of the largest robotic distribution in history. There will be one robot to every five humans. How many robots have ever committed a crime? How many robots in the world? None. There is no conspiracy. What this is is one mistake. Oh, hell no. Somehow, I told you so, just doesn't quite say it. you remain suspicious of me detective you know what they say about old dogs not really gotcha. which is a two i think it was 2004 so i can't remember exactly when 20th century fox shut down i don't know if it was 2004 or 2005 um but it, it's definitely in that late run of tapes and kind of right when 20th Century Fox decided to switch over completely to digital. So I really appreciate having iRobot on uh, on tape, man. It's pretty cool. And then what it's else? Such a good movie. It's I mean, it's up there in my yeah. Will Smith movies. Yeah, it's not bad. I I feel like I need to revisit it because it's probably been about ten years since I watched it. Something like that. I remember I bought the DVD when it first came out, and I really I watched it a bunch of times. But it's been, it's been a little bit. Been a while. I think it should be popped in and. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about it. We should. Back before the rise of uh, Shia LaBeouf. That was like Shia LaBeouf pre-Transformers. Dude, I love Shia LaBeouf. Crazy and all. I love him. He's awesome, man. I loved Even Stevens. Yeah. Disney's Holes. Oh, Holes is great. Great movie. Dude, awesome movie. Everything else at Shia LaBeouf's Transformers. Um and then he got he got a little weird artsy fartsy and did some weird sex yeah. movie thing that he did whatever that was yeah. called Disturbia Disturbia was good that was also Eagle Eye Eagle Eye yeah ah uh, we might have to do a Shia LaBeouf episode bro 
Dude, he yeah. just call it the Booth episode. I wish he would come back and do some more stuff. I really, I think he's actually a good actor when he's, you know, focused on the movie he's doing and stuff. And yeah, he's too busy so. getting shammered and doing <laughs> Sia videos and getting arrested for doing dumb shit. Yeah, just making memes. Um, <laughs> I found uh, another green shell, the indecent uh, proposal. The like, it's like a dark green, so it's not, it's not like. Your veggie tail green. It's like a like a really cool dark forest green. I found one of those, um, and I'm I'm trying to figure out what I want to swap it into. I've been thinking about that recently. I might save it actually for some of my boots because I feel like I have a copy of um, Super Eight, and I have like a really cool green slip that I made for it, and I feel like it would it would go really good for that. So I might use it there. Dude, yeah. you do your boots are amazing. They're fun, man. They're really fun to make. Um, I kind of just keep them for me, just because I, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm not really into like selling them and all that. But I, I just like, you know, just having them in my collection and stuff. So most of the Marvel movies I have on VHS, which is really fun, and I've made like personal slips for them and stuff. And yeah, it's it's fun, man. It's I think that's that's what almost like when I got into VHS. I loved it, and I love the hunt, and I love finding all the stuff. But then being like, I can make like modern movies and put them on tape. That was like, okay, this is a full blown obsession at this point. So, um, dude, so you you've made me one, a couple. That's kind of how we met. Um, yeah, yeah, you just it is. extended that 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 olive branch to me. You've made one that I'm super excited about to eventually get, which would be the 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 Ready Player One, but also yeah. there's one deadpool yeah yeah dude i gotta uh i gotta finish that one up and send it your way because i did like a double like double vhs slip of a cbs fox with uh, deadpool one and two that's it, pretty it's pretty cool. not gonna lie it tickles me in a, <laughs> a, a very happy place so yeah <laughs> i was i remember when you said that and you sent it to me the design so many months ago even before deadpool 2 was even released yeah yeah dude and i was just like I almost wrecked my car because I was texting and driving, which is not safe. Don't do that out there. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think all your boots, the way you put them together, I think they're all killer. Yeah, they're fun, man. They're really fun. Actually, it's it's not it's not as hard as uh, a lot of people would think. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. Um, and then oh, as the last one, I found Mr. Mom on Vestron, like an original '84 release with with uh, Mr. Michael Keaton, who I love. He's the best. Dude, that's such a good movie. Yeah. It just it just is. I feel like it's your life. <laughs> it is. It is my life. You are but, Mr. Mom. But I'm happy to be, dude. I'm super stoked always to be a stay-at-home dad. Dude, speaking of watching a good movie, what movie did what the staff pick this week? What was it? We watched Monster Squad. You know who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call when you have monsters? We're the Monster Squad. What's a squad? It's like Miami Vice, I think. They're young and inexperienced. 
Naughty virgin. They're a bit disorganized. Monsters are not real. We don't know that, sir. Two thousand year old dead guys do not get up and walk away by themselves. But when strange things start happening in town, there's a monster in my closet. Ooh, look at that big scary monster! What's happening? Go away from the werewolf. Silver bullet. They're the only ones ready to do battle. Something down there is killing people. And if it's monsters, nobody's gonna do a thing about it but us. So this was a first time viewing for you, right, dude? Yeah, I had never seen it before. I hadn't even heard it about it before I started collecting VHS. Yeah. So I, it was I, even on my radar. Yeah, I feel like I'll, like it's not a very well known movie outside of like the tape and like kind of cult movie collecting people. Like it's just not really super one that people know about. It makes sense. I mean, I feel like it has the Goonies formula, just adding monsters, you know? I mean, I, I literally think it is. Like, so this was a first-time watch for me, and the first thing I said to my wife was, she was like, how was the movie? And I was like, it was fun. It wasn't the best movie ever, and I, I please, I know I'm going to get shit from the, the horror fan lovers and the, the VHS collectors out there, but that's my opinion. It wasn't the best movie in the world. Was it fun yeah. to watch? Of course it is. Would I want to own it on VHS? Hell yes. A, the box is amazing. And it's just part of VHS nostalgia history, right? Yeah. But I immediately told my wife, I was like, she was like, what's it about? I was like, you take the Goonies, and then you kind of take the original monsters, right? So Dracula, uh, Frankenstein, and uh, Wolfman, and kind of um, the swamp creature, right? Yeah, yeah. And a mummy, and you you pit them against each other. Yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty much what it is. Yeah. Because you have the they got a kid nicknamed the Fat Kid or Horace. Yeah. Which is obviously some tape on Chunk, right? Chunk right. wears. Even to the fact that Chunk wears like, um, like hula patterned shirts. So does Horace. Yeah. Um, you know, then they have the cool kid Rudy, who, by the way, I want to dress like him. I want to wear penny loafers, <laughs> white socks, and roll my blue jeans and wear a leather jacket. And yeah. people think that's a good thing. Yeah. I wish I could pull that off. I don't have the personality to pull that off. I feel like they tried to get Corey Feldman to, to take that role, and he didn't. And so they're just like, well, we already had the wardrobe. This is yeah. what you're going to be. Yeah. It was a good movie. Like I said, it was enjoyable to watch. Like, I wasn't like, oh, this is horrible. But I definitely wasn't like, man, this is going to be something I'm going to binge watch all the time. Yeah. It, it's good. I, I like it this time of year. I feel like this time of year, kind of like – it's it's perfect for that. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like watch it over maybe twice in a year or something. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because yeah. this was your number three on the uh, on the Halloween top ten. It is, man. Yeah, I like I like to watch it. I normally I watch it a little earlier uh, in the in the Halloween season, but yeah, I figured we were gonna maybe possibly talk about it on the show, so I waited till it was like more towards Halloween and stuff. But it's a it's a good kickoff for the season. Definitely, and I could see maybe next year this being on my top ten. Um, I would definitely not say the top five. Yeah. But uh, I could I could put this in there to, to, just to get you into the holiday spirit of monster movies. That it's a fun kind of monster movie, but you're not like shitting your pants scared. Yeah. It's fair enough, man. I I love that they had the mummy and they had the creature from the Black Lagoon in there. Even though the mummy is so freaking weak, like he he got underplayed pretty bad. I just like how he died. They well, they <laughs> tied a, a his one of his wraps to an arrow. And yeah. let's be honest, that arrow is amazingly strong because they were yeah. driving a car rather fast. He shot it into a tree and it didn't even break. Like it was just like it held fast and the mummy's leg popped off. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's he's basically made of toilet paper. That's that's the conclusion <laughs> about the mummy. <laughs> I liked how Frankenstein instantly went good guy like didn't even try to be a bad guy yeah he just wanted some friends Which I, dude i totally get yeah he was like dracula i don't know i'm not feeling this monster life anymore i'm out yeah. i like the scene when they got frankenstein um brought him back to life dracula just happened to have this amazing cane yeah. <laughs> that the ears popped off and attached as jumper cables to frankenstein's bolts and that it was a lightning night, and he had a cane that extended. I was like, dude, this motherfucker was prepared. Like He, he was, was ready, ready to take over the fucking world. Van Helsing yeah. had fucked with him for a while, and he was ready to get back at him. Yeah, so that's the plot, is Van Helsing basically tried to like lock all of e- all evil and all these monsters away. The story takes place like 100 years later, when they find Van Helsing's uh, diary. And I guess that these monsters would be, like, released again in, like, 100 years. And so that's kind of what happens. Dracula kind of, like, leading, unleash evil and darkness on the world. And so the kids are trying to, like, decipher this German diary and basically put an end to all these monsters for good. I love scary German guy. Yeah. (laughs) I love that, like, camera angle when he's cutting the pie. And he's like, lost chance. (laughs) Or <laughs> five. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think I went into it with higher hopes, right? Like, okay. yeah. I didn't go in there with just like, let's see what this is. I read about it. You were excited about it. Yeah. If you look on Instagram, everybody's talking about it. And I had built the hype up in my brain, and it wasn't there for me. Uh, yeah, and I've gone over and I've tried to be like, thinking about it like what is it about the movie that like i don't know doesn't make it more of a classic and the only thing i could come away with is the kids aren't that memorable like i feel like the plot is good this the the writing is not bad like some of the jokes and stuff are they're pretty funny uh the special effects some parts are pretty shitty but for the most part like it's done well and i don't know i can't really figure out like what it is that you're just kind of like you walk away and, you know, it could be better. 
you know i don't really know what it, what it is where the Definitely. missing magic is i feel like i'm holding myself back because i don't want people to be mad that i don't like this movie i thought the writing wasn't that great i thought the okay. i thought it was a little slow right they, there was some good moments right there was when they were trying to find the virgin that was hilarious uh there's a bunch of great one-liners like wolfman's got snards yeah yeah i mean i probably yeah. said that for four days after watching this movie because it's hilarious it's probably um, what everybody said to that kid <laughs> <laughs> but like the guy that played dracula i i wasn't like yeah he he did not kill it for me the, okay. the, the yeah. people in the monster role the one that killed it for me was the guy that played wolfman yeah now, i wish i looked uncle rico i wish i had looked up his name the actor's <laughs> name but he was also the guy i forget the character's name but he is the guy that lives in the basement in real genius he's like the the one that yeah. wins all the prizes and helps him hack the world and he got too crazy but he really like it was a convincing wolfman you know they show him i don't know changing and getting crazy but like the dracula was literally done to look like a Dracula that looked like your dad had put face paint on. Right. Yeah. And he, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. His performance wasn't, wasn't anything special. It seems like. Frankenstein was great. Yeah. Frankenstein was great. He was good. So that's kind of where I was like, I mean, and let's talk about, these are, these are, okay. Dracula somehow started killing people with dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Like, why does he have dynamite? Why isn't he just capturing these kids and sucking their blood? But no, he just blew up the treehouse with dynamite, then blew up the cop car with dynamite, yeah. killing his dad's, uh, Sean's dad's partner. That pissed me off. I was like, that Vengeance. motherfucker. And then <laughs> when uh, when the his dad blows him up, when he's when he becomes a bat, that bat is bad. It is yeah. not like wow. This is there was crazy. a couple bad bat scenes, dude. When Dracula first wakes up, you could literally see like rubber bats flopping up and down on strings. <laughs> Like, I swear the director was working the camera and bat strings at the same time. <laughs> so, speaking of that, when Dracula wakes up, so when they're battling Van Helsing in the beginning of the movie, right? Uh-huh. You see armadillos. And I was like, why the fuck are there armadillos in this dungeon? Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. So I read about it. I was like, I don't understand why. And it, because it, it goes back to the original Dracula movies. Apparently, it's an ode to some of the original days of Dracula and some of the original Dracula movies. There was huh. apparently armadillos in them. And I was like, oh, no one's ever going to get that. And I just question why there's fucking armadillos and not rats. That's what I, I mean, I, let's talk about that shirt. Probably Dude, the coolest part of the movie. Sean's shirt was amazing. The whole, the whole part, beginning part, when they were in school, yeah. I just the clothing. I just wish we could go back to that clothing. Yeah, baggy yeah. collared shirts unbuttoned awesome white socks pushed down skateboards awesome shirts that said like stephen king rules come yeah. on and the colorway on that shirt was was delicious and they were talking about drawing things and uh, the whole school part was hilarious yeah it was like, when they talk about their teacher and having like what, what did they say she had uh like a cat Cat, cat face or something. Cat face. And, cat she, something. and I can't believe someone's married to her. And yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, that's what you did in school. You made fun of your teachers. You said they were weird. Yeah. Uh, and the guy was like, I get it. I get it. Monsters are cool. But you know what I think is cool? Science, man. I dig it. And I was like, yeah. this is some, I was like, I was like, yes. Way to go, writing staff. 
bringing out the cool man. Oh, man. Yeah. But did, uh, overall, is the movie watchable? Yes. Should people watch this movie? Yes. Is it entertaining? Yes. Is it, you know, Oscar winning? No. No. Definitely definitely not, man. It's it's a cult movie that it, it's really it would be really fun to have it on tape. I feel like everyone should watch it and experience it. But, you know, not every movie you watch has to be this like groundbreaking role yeah. and just redesign the, you know, the wheel. It's just it was just made to be entertaining. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. I did like the final fight in the town square. I thought that was pretty cool. And that town square is the town square from Back to the Future. Right, that's what I that's what I ended up because it looks super familiar. So I googled it and it and it was, which is which is kind of funny because uh, Back to the Future would be that would be a Universal release, and this was put out by TriStar. So I don't know if they just had some old sets that they would have purchased, but that's kind of funny because um, and maybe they just used their set because let's see, Back to the Future two is two. Is that 80? Well, because they filmed two and three at the same time, right? Yep. And I think they both came out in 88 and 89. So they would have used, maybe they didn't know if they were doing a sequel yet. So they were renting out that lot or something. Back to the Future 2 was 89 and 3 was 1990. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, they must have just rented out that town square. Right, because I, I did the same thing. Because we I was watching, and I was like, "Dude, this set looks stupid familiar." So I immediately hopped on my phone and just typed in. I was like, "This and it." They were, it was just like, "Yep, yeah, Back to the Future." And I was like, "Yeah, I knew it." No, yeah. I liked it too. I got a little uncomfortable when they had to use the five-year-old sister as the virgin. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, uh, that's that's odd." Core yeah. for the group, but it it happened to you know it needed to happen because. The older sister wasn't doing it because she had sex with, like, a guy named maybe Patrick. I can't remember. And she yeah. said it didn't count, which, in a matter of life Patrick and death, when it comes to reading a German journal written by Van Helsing to send, you know, the monsters to hell, it does matter. And Patrick was your first time. So she needed to get over that. That's right. That's right. So, there was also some very uh, homophobic lines. Like, I think they called... They, they called people faggots probably, like, I don't know, close to five or six times to, like, open the movie. And so I was like, wow. Like, man, this was, this was very different times. Very different. <laughs> yeah, some of the wording I don't think would fly nowadays. Yeah. But I, and then there was a kid being bullied in that movie, and some parents' unions would probably be all over that. But right? Yeah, it's true. I did... I, the way the monsters died, I thought some of them were pretty weak. Like, come on. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon took one shot to the chest and was like, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel true. like you were a little bit stronger than that. Yeah. But I feel like you needed to put a little bit more effort. He looked so cool and he just didn't do anything. No, he was right. He like he was a really well put together monster for this movie. But like his role was so minuscule. It was like, why did you put that much effort into him? Yeah. I did like it when Rudy shot the spears into all the vampire hordes. That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. The montage, of course, when they're making all the things they need to defeat the monsters was amazing. And the fact yeah. that the shop teacher didn't care that he was making spears, stakes, and silver <laughs> bullets in fucking class. Yeah, he's like melting down like 
jewelry to make silver bullets. That was pretty great. And no one was like, um, excuse me, Mr. Hofstetter, this is horrifying. He's making weapons. And he was like, he's, he gets yeah. it. He's got live ammunition just in the oven right now. Just chilling. And, yeah. you know, again, that was what we call the 80s. Because those are the good days. The good old days. <laughs> Before phones. There you go. Before, Before the texting. Internet. Before yes. the Twitters and the Googles and the what yeah. have you. No, but I would, if someone came up to me today and was like, should I watch this movie? I would be like, yes. This yeah. is something you need to see. Um, like I said, I don't hate it. It's just not one of my favorites. Yeah. The uh, the the Hor- the kid that played Horace, he died really young, man. Like you super know, young. I read that because I was wondering why I hadn't seen – you didn't really see any of these guys in anything else. No, not so much. So I was just – because I kind of was like, what has he been in? And his yeah. IMDB was like, not much. I was like, fair enough. Okie dokie. Next kid. Yeah, He's he- dead. Holy shit. Okay. Next kid. Didn't do anything. Okie dokie. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think he died at like 33, man. Yeah, he was pretty young when he passed away. That's crazy. Of pneumonia. Like I know. What? I thought that's one of those we can beat nowadays. Yeah. But, you know, a moment of silence for Horace. Yeah. All right, we're back. So, I mean, yeah, get out there, rent you a copy of Monster Squad, pop it in the VCR, and just enjoy a good flick. Yeah, don't expect to, like, I don't know, uh, an Academy Award-winning movie. It's funny. Um, it's got some great parts, but, you know, it is what it is. It's a it's a cult classic, and just enjoy it for that. True that, man. And as always, we are the guys behind the counter. If you ever have any questions or anything you want us to watch, make sure to DM us, let us know, and we're always happy to help. That's right. And uh, hunt hard and rewind often.